At New Beginnings, we are people connecting people to Jesus and is ever restoring life where we live, work, and play. We want to raise relentless, spirit-led disciple makers who walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. This resource is made available to equip and empower our leaders in seeing how our restore groups help accomplish this in the life of the disciple. I'm your host, Daniel Norris, and today I'll be joined by Craig Connor and Jeremy Riddles, two of our ministers here at New Beginnings. What's happening, guys? Well, um, it's dangerous. You gave us a mic. This is going to be <laughs> yeah, fun. This is going to be a blast. Yeah. Can't <laughs> Looking wait. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for being here today. Um, we're jumping into week two of our Restore Group Leader Guide, and we're using this podcast as just a tool or a, 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 an, um, a resource to help equip uh, our Restore Group leaders so that as they as they prepare to meet with their guys or gals that they're leading, that they would be prepared and equipped to the best of their ability. And so we're jumping into week two today. Uh, today we are we are discussing rhythms of for a restore group. And, and last week, um, we, Pastor Ben and I talked a lot about sharing our story, about uh, taking our what we call our mission measures assessment evaluation, and then those leaders and those restore group members signed their uh, restore group covenant. And so today, uh, we really want to focus in on those those rhythms or those weekly disciplines that each restore group member is going to be um, practicing and, and doing on a weekly basis. And so I'm glad you guys are here because I know you guys are leaders. I know you are disciple makers. I know you are leading restore groups of your own. And so you're going to have the uh, opportunity to speak from firsthand experiences to our to these leaders that are listening to this about some of the um, the ups and downs and the hurdles and the obstacles that ha- that you've seen and that you've dealt with as you've jumped into this thing and, and really um, started making disciples of your own on your own. And so let's just do that. Let's jump without further delay. Let's jump into it and let's let. Uh, these leaders hear from you guys when it comes to uh, rhythms for a restore group. They're going to be in their restore group guide. You're going to see on week two that you're going to be on page 19. And we're, we're talking today about scripture memory, hear journals, and all that fun stuff. And so, Craig, uh, why don't you go ahead and just jump right in and start sharing with us about a little bit about journaling and the HEAR method and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm really excited for the rhythms this week. I think they're two of the most beneficial things a disciple can do, um, getting into the Word of God. And so we are going to talk about HEAR journaling, so give us a chance. I know that some people, when they hear the word journal, there's this apprehension. Uh, We're going to kind of walk through that with everybody today. And then Scripture memory. Um, I think the prevailing understanding for everybody that we've asked is this is a very difficult discipline. Um, and so we kind of want to give some tips, some insights, some things that we've learned along our journey. And uh, I want to point out also, if you're looking at your starter guide, with each rhythm, there's a suggested amount of time mm-hmm. for each portion. Um, again, I want to I emphasize it is a suggested amount right. of time, but I also want to say it's, that that doesn't mean it's optional. Right. So what we're putting out here is this is the target mm-hmm. for our restore groups. Um so that doesn't mean some of these you can do and some of these we don't want you to do. No, our goal is that by once you're 
restore groups get in rhythm, this is what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? And there's a there's some cushion there. There's right. some there's some uh, margin there right. for each for each section. Um, but that is the target. That is the goal. But we also want to understand that when people initially come into your group, this mm-hmm. may not be where they're at. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we want to meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to challenge them to get to the target and where we're going. And so as we jump into these disciplines today, um, or these rhythms, I'd, I'd first like to just turn it over to Jeremy. And, you know, I, I think we always need to start with why uh, with anything that we do. And so when talking about disciplines, I think we need to talk about what is the purpose of any discipline. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of Christians today, um, especially in millennials, Gen Z, uh, is primarily who I, I minister to. You know, they hear the word discipline and they're like, "Whoa!" You know, big eyed. What are you talking about? You know, mm-hmm. I, I thought this was supposed to be fun. Um, <laughs> and so, disciplines, um, you know, are the things like Bible reading, prayer, uh, making a regular. Um, you know, att- worship attendance, um, evangelism, things like these, they're inputs in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's not actually the input, right, or the discipline that changes you, per se, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like giving, I like to tell my students this, um, and young adults this, it's like giving the Holy Spirit fuel to work mm-hmm. in your life, right? Yeah. Uh, and so that's what a discipline is today. And uh, there's a quote from Donald Whitney. Um, he wrote um, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, which is a great book if you want to dive into the disciplines a little bit more. Um, but just as a segue into the HEAR method, um, I'd like to read just a little bit of this quote. It says, No spiritual discipline is more important than the intake of God's Word. Mm. Uh, and he continues, it says, Nothing can substitute for it. There simply is no healthy Christian life apart from a diet of milk and meat of the Scripture. Yeah, And so um, if you're listening today and you're like, man, I want to get started on some disciplines, this is a great one to start with. Uh, and so literally you're, you're giving the Holy Spirit inside of you fuel to change and mold you to look more like Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, I'm, I'm glad you read that quote and, and brought that up, Jeremy. Um, I, I was reading some research, as by, I think it's by the Barner Research Group a, a while back, probably a little over a year ago, and they talked about some spiritual disciplines, and they said if, if, if there's just one spiritual discipline that you could get your people in your church to do, it would be reading the Word of God. Mm-hmm. If we could just get Christians and believers to open up the Word daily, weekly, on, on their own, yeah. and become self-feeders, that it would radically transform all the other areas of their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's that's what he was is getting at in that quote. Mm-hmm. And so let's let's talk about that idea. This idea that uh, it's not just reading the Word of God for more information and for head knowledge. Right. Um, that it's it's getting into the Word of God until the Word of God gets into us mm-hmm. and right. begins to change us and transform us by the power of the Holy Spirit that, right. that is in there. It's that it's giving Him the the throwing the lumber and the fuel on the fire so mm-hmm. that He can do a, an incredible work in us. And so we provide a New Beginnings reading plan for our people here at New Beginnings uh, on a on a you know sermon based uh, series or, or several you know four to six weeks at a time, but we are always challenging our people to to get in the Word and read uh, at minimum a chapter a day you know mm-hmm. five days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they do this, we're also wanting them to. 
uh, people in our restore groups and, and and even in our life groups to to slow down and and to journal. Now I know when yeah. I say the word journal, there's usually two <laughs> there's usually two responses that that come to mind. For and if I'm being honest, and, and I hope this doesn't sound like a blanket statement, but. <laughs> For a lot of the ladies, that they're they're just better at this than us guys. Yeah, like they, yeah. they 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 Without they're good at journaling. They're gifted at it. It just comes more natural to them. Um, but they think, oh yeah, I, this is I love this. This is easy. I do this all the time already. Uh, but for other guy, for guys like me, um, man, this is a. At first, it's like the, my response is like, what? Like you want me to do what? <laughs> you want me to. To write down my thoughts and feelings <laughs> about this 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 truth that I'm reading here, mm-hmm. and so those are usually two of the responses. It's either like, "Yeah, this is gonna be awesome," or "Say what? Like, you really yeah. want me to journal?" Um, that's what I've experienced with with other guys and, and with some of the the my wife and some of the other ladies that she leads. But tell me about your experiences <laughs> at when you with the here method and here journaling. First of all. Let's let our people know what you thought, what was your response, and then what is the HEAR method, okay. and how do we um, train and equip and teach our... How do our Restore Group leaders train and equip mm-hmm. and teach the guys or the gals in their group to use this method, and why is this method... Is this method the only method? Is this better than all the other methods? But let, let's just dive in and talk about the HEAR method and journaling and, and all of that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with my initial response to the idea of a here journal. Um, I typically didn't journal in this way mm-hmm. when I first started. Um, I had my own method. I had my own way of doing things. And not that that's bad. Um, and I don't think that if you're reading scripture and allowing the spirit to work in you, hey, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the purpose of a here journal, though, is really to give structure. Um, I know that, you know, growing up, I, I would sometimes hear you know, it's all good, so just open the Bible anywhere, point your finger, and go. Mm-hmm. And not that that can't work, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't always necessarily know what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible was written a long time ago to right. a different culture, to a different people uh, in different contexts than me. Mm-hmm. So it's just very difficult sometimes to understand what I'm looking at. Right. The Here Journal helps you, helps you do that. Um, so in, initially, I found it difficult to change the format of my journaling. Um, the second one was I really just needed direction and coaching in it. It wasn't that there was this unwillingness to do it. It was just, I need you to teach me how to do it because um, this is brand new. Yeah. And for me, it was also, I need a reason why. If what I'm doing is working, then why do I need a change, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And for me, it, it came down to, and what was taught was just, man, accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm walking alongside these brothers for mm-hmm. nine months, you know, five to nine months, and... This is a way that they can keep me accountable. This is a way I can keep them accountable. We're yeah. on the same page. Mm-hmm. And so that was just my experience. Jeremy, Jeremy, what was yours? Yeah, I mean, coming to New Beginnings, I, I kind of used a different method, you know, kind of like you, Craig, um, which was a, another good method. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the HERE method is once you really understand, and we'll kind of talk about what, what it is here in a second, but once you really understand what it is and um, really it, it makes it very easy to journal, right, to look at a passage of Scripture and uh, really kind of break it down and more so break it down to, like, what does this really mean for me, like, right now, you know? Right. And so um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's great. I think initially, you know, I was used to something else. You know, we're creatures of habit, mm-hmm. so yeah, we, we get used to something and then change it. But um, yeah, it's it's been good. I mean, I, I enjoy it, um, yeah. and so it's a good, definitely yeah. a good method to to start so, with. So, Jeremy, share with us what are some benefits? Because you talked about it be, being a, a good discipline. Mm-hmm. What are some benefits to journaling? Yeah, I think what's the statistic we have it in here? If you write something down, you're three times more likely to memorize it. Wow. Or you know, I think it's something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, and so simply just writing down the scripture, explaining it a little mm-hmm. bit more, uh, just helps it really get get deeper into you. You retain more of it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I think also it forces you to slow down. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I can kind of speed through a text, <laughs> a devotion time. Uh, yep, got it. Good, but having to journal it forces you to slow down and really look at it a little mm-hmm. deeper, and uh, really allows the Holy Spirit just more time to work mm-hmm. in your life. And, you know? and like speaking to the slow down thing, um, I read a quote last week: "Efficiency is the death to relationships." Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when I just read my Bible, I'm I'm trying to be the most efficient with my time mm-hmm. in my walk with God, instead of slowing down and letting God speak. Mm-hmm. in his timing, in his way. That's mm-hmm. good. And so it's forced me to think of my relationship with him in a less, with with efficiency not being the goal, but yeah. a true relationship being the yeah. goal. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, it also helps find context, right? Like, that's a big one. Yeah, mm-hmm. big time. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we can't get in a rut where we're interpreting Scripture through our circumstances, uh, past or experiences. We the opposite should be true, mm-hmm. right? We should be interpreting our circumstances, our past, or our experiences mm-hmm. through the lens of Scripture. That's good. And so we got to get to that point, and that has really helped me with that. But mm-hmm. Jeremy, if if someone's struggling to contextualize Scripture, what are some things that you would tell them? Yeah, I mean, I, I, this is a easy one, resource that everyone can get and relatively cheap, but get, go get you a good study Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that'll help just kind of because it gives historical background, it gives some language context, and so a study Bible is a really easy yeah, way. So it's kind of the, the who, the what, the when, the yeah. where, yeah. like who's writing this, yeah, absolutely. what's happening in this time when he's writing this. Mm-hmm. So those are those are always important questions to yeah. ask as I dive into any uh, book of the Bible, any yeah. chapter in the Bible. Yeah. And we have those questions written in the starter guide here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have guide. an in-depth hear yep. journal explanation mm-hmm. with all those questions. So please share that with yep. your group. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of hear journal, I will, if you're a restore group leader and you're getting ready to, to lead your group into week two, um, Craig mentioned that there's a, 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 a guideline there for your time, how to manage the, the, the hour, hour and a half that you're with your group. If you see there on page 19 of your restore group starter guide, you'll see that um, Bible reading and hear journals take up a majority of your of your meeting yep. time with your people. Mm-hmm. And that's because that that should take up a, a good chunk of time, 25 to 35 minutes with your group and that's because you're going to come have your guys or your gals come to your group every week having read a chapter a day and having journaled mm-hmm. on each of those days and then when they show up to group they're prepared to share one of those journal entries that really spoke to them and really stood out to them that week. And so each person will share that journal entry, uh, and that's going to create some conversations, mm-hmm. That's gonna and that's going to take some time. It's going to take up a lot of your time, but man, it is so good. It's so rich. It's like, mm-hmm. man, I didn't see that in that part of the yeah. text, but you did. Yep. And now that you're sharing that, man, it is... 
it is God is speaking to me through that even now in that yeah. moment, right? And one thing I'd say to that too is in everything, this is why we have community. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. We're not putting anybody on an island. God didn't put us on an island to develop these disciplines. Right. He gave us each other. Mm-hmm. One of the hindrances, though, in in doing what we're doing with the Here Journal that I've seen, <laughs> is that it it also takes an immense amount of humility. Right. Because if I share something. Mm-hmm. and I have not contextualized it or interpreted it correctly, mm-hmm. my goal shouldn't be to be right. right. My goal should be to hear from Christ. Mm-hmm. And God is going to use the people around me to do that. So yeah. I just think that's an important side note. In sharing, allow yourself to learn from other people, yeah. allow other people to speak into that, whether that is quote-unquote positive or negative feedback. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I would, that's uh, good. I would say I had a mentor early on in ministry that would always say, check your ego at the door. (laughs) And so I would say the same thing to our Restore Group leaders and those people that you're leading in your group is to just lead with grace and and truth and always be kind and humble. But but remind the men and women that you're leading, hey, guys, there's no egos. There's no room for egos here. We're all in this together. We're all growing and learning from one another, and the Holy Spirit's going to speak to us, and he's going to use this time to sharpen us. Iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. And so if there is a group member that's misinterpreted a text or just taken it completely out of context, you as the leader, like in loving kindness and in humility, mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to to, to make a correction there yeah. uh, and point out, well, I don't, you know, that's not really what Paul was saying in that moment. Remember who yeah. Paul was speaking to and what was happening, and so therefore... We don't want to take that out of its context and misinterpret it or misapply it to our lives. And so that's, that's a great reminder, Craig, that we yeah. need to be humble, we need to be coachable, we need to be teachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are great values and characteristics that you should even look for when you invite people into the Restore Group in the first place, mm-hmm. yeah, is good. are these people um, teachable? Are they coachable? Are they, do they have a willing and a learning spirit about them? Yeah. And so that'll make that, that job as a leader a whole lot easier. what are some challenges to journaling? Uh, because it doesn't come easy. And there's going to be people that you have in your group, guys uh, or gals, that, man, that honestly, they may have never, they, they may have never journaled in their one entry in their entire life. Mm-hmm. So what are some challenges that you guys faced and that you guys continue to face as you make disciples? Yeah. Um, I mean, a major challenge is they just don't do it. You know, you, you get to group and say, like, hey, guys. You have this pull. expectation. Yeah, yeah. You, you have expectation. And everybody's going to kill it. Yeah, and then they, they don't do it. Um, you know, that's okay. Like, um, I, So what you know, you're saying is you feel like you're still leading a third-grade small group of third-grade guys or 100%. girls at I'm times. I'm saying I feel like I'm leading myself. Yeah, right? Right, that's, yeah what that's what it feels like good. every day in the yes. shoes of Jeremy Riddles. That I have failed. Uh, yes, 100%. And I did not do my journal entry this week. Yeah, so, no, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a big one, though. I mean, they just don't come. You know, with a journal entry. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of that, I think, though, is sometimes they just don't know how. And so, um, like Craig was saying, the the group rhythms that we have, um, man, that would be a good time to just take them right there and then practice it. Yeah. Give them some practical advice and like, hey, show them yours. You know, this is how you do it. Um, And so, really, this this group is, it's a training ground, right? 
in the hopes that they'll go do this in five to nine months with another group of, yeah. of guys or girls. Yeah. And so um, really use that time to, to really train. I mean, that's yeah. what we're there for. Yeah, I always say go into it leaders with the uh, idea of knowing where they are, where they're starting, mm-hmm. and then having a plus one mentality. Mm-hmm. So meaning... If I'm if I've got a guy or a girl in my group that's never journaled before, then don't have an expectation that they're going to show up and having done five journal entries that week. Yeah, right. If, if they've never done it before, hopefully they can do at least one. That's, that's good. Right. Yeah. And if they've done it, if they usually do it maybe once or twice a week, just add one to it. So it's yeah. a plus one mentality. Mm-hmm. And there are reasons that they won't step up and do it sometimes too. I mean, time in and of itself can be an issue. We live in a very busy mm-hmm. culture right. that pushes us, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things the journal is supposed to do is supposed to counter that culture and have us slow down. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the th- things is make sure that the expectation is that they don't necessarily have to do the here journal in one sitting. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. It can go through the whole day. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll get there and I'll highlight a verse and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It just hit me. I don't know why it hit me. Yeah. Or it takes me a while to kind of explain it. And then I need to pause and sit in that because... We want to apply these things to right. our lives, yeah. right? Yeah. And then um, I also think that, especially with men, one of my hindrance, one of the things I didn't want to do, w- the, one of the reasons I didn't want to journal is just shame mm. and guilt. I, when I have to write down where God is convicting me <laughs> and where I'm wrong, I get really uncomfortable putting yeah. that on paper. Yeah, yeah, because now it's there. It's there. Yeah. I have to face it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I. I think that if you make sure that creating that space when people are sharing journal entries, mm-hmm. not to say the sin's okay, but to say, listen, we're all there. Yeah. We relate. You're not alone in that. But thank God we have a Savior yeah, that's of a Jesus Christ who mm-hmm. has offered us grace in a mess. Yeah. You know? Man, that's so powerful because mm-hmm. I, I think that one of the things that's um, helped the groups that I've been a part of was that from week one, week two, week three, early on in our journey together of, of growing and making disciples, um, so goes the leader, so goes the group, right, or the mm-hmm. pace. And so what I mean by that is um, if the leader will lead the way in being authentic and transparent and vulnerable and yeah. literally like spilling his or her guts and reading some of their journal entries of what what the God, what the Lord has convicted them of or where they struggle. Yeah. Then what you'll see in the the coming weeks or the following weeks is that your guys or girls in your group will also then follow in that. Yeah. And they'll start to open up and become and be more transparent, more yeah. uh, more uh, vulnerable and, yeah. and really sharing yeah, that man, as well. It's so, so it's so good. Really important too that you yeah. start out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And so what, with that being said, we've talked about some, um, some challenges, we've talked about some benefits uh, of here journaling and, and all those things. And so, um, you know, one of our other disciplines is not just reading the Word of God and not just journaling, but we also, every single week, we have a Scripture memory. We want to we memorize verses, we want to hide the Word of God in our heart. Um, and so... Tell us the difference between memorizing versus uh, meditating. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, that, that's one that I've always struggled with. I, I'm really good at memorizing. Right. I'm really bad at thinking. So <laughs> um, It's a guy problem. It's a guy problem. Yeah. Because uh, I, I love to memorize things. That's great, but it doesn't necessarily mean I understand what it means, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So memorizing doesn't contain necessarily 
that understanding element of learning, right? I just know the words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know the mechanics of the verse. Yeah. But I don't understand the spirit behind it necessarily. I don't understand the implications of it to my life. So what meditating does is it is it connects, it's that bridge between the mechanics and the spirit of what's being said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it takes time, again, yeah. uh, but it's really with these memory verses, the, the point is not that we memorize and we can say it word for word, but that it gets in us, in our hearts, mm-hmm. in our minds, and it begins to transform our lives. And, that, and that's the importance of it, but that doesn't happen without meditation. Mm. And I know that we were talking before we got started here, Jeremy, we're really gifted at memorizing, can do it quick, um, right? Yeah, no, I'm very photogenic or photographic memory. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, so That's I can it. memorize it real quick, but <laughs> like I, I miss that meditating part of it, you know, because um, yeah, I checked the box, I got it memorized for group. You know, that's a that temptation for a lot of us, I think, is just to memorize it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But not really to sit on it and let right. that verse really, you know, um, really simmer yeah. in your heart and in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know Romans twelve twelve, that's what God uses to renew our minds, right? Mm-hmm. To renew yeah, our hearts, good. and so um, yeah. that's why we need to meditate on it. Yeah, and then there's ways to to work around that. So you might have somebody mm-hmm. that has a difficulty memorizing, mm-hmm. right? They know what it means. They can kind of paraphrase and give it the idea, but they don't. They can't retain the yeah. mechanics of it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. going to approach that person differently mm-hmm. than someone like sure. Jeremy, right? Mm-hmm. This is going to force you to know your people. Yeah, we're yeah. not all blessed and highly favored like Jeremy, right? <laughs> That's right. We're not all gifted. Favor ain't fair, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, what are some helpful ways that? Because this is a challenge. Like I've, we've surveyed and we've polled lots mm-hmm. of restore groups, and this is one of those number one, mm-hmm. yep. challenges that every group and every group leader faces. Is that they say, "Man, we're struggling with," or my people, or my guys, or my girls are really. When it comes to scripture memory, that's one of the challenges that we have as yep. a group. So, what are some helpful ways that you've that you guys have have learned to do this, or have coached your your guys that you're leading to do this? What are some tools? What are some ways that we can do this? Yeah. So, one of the things that I really like, I'm I love apps. Mm-hmm. And I know not everybody loves that, but uh, there's this app called Verses. Okay. Um, and you can get it on on the. Uh, App Store on your Apple. I think it's even available in Android. We might be able to um, share that in the sh- in the show notes as on yeah, this episode as well. That that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I downloaded that a few years ago, and you can categorize all of your all of your memory verses. So if some a verse has to do with the deity of Christ. I can put that in a category. And it's got about six games that you play with every memory verse. Okay. And the more you do it, the more you close a ring. And there's like two or three rings that mm-hmm. you have to close. Once you close all of those psychologically, you should have mastered that, that verse. verse. Okay. Um, and there's just different ways to do it. And and I really enjoy that method mm-hmm. because it makes me focus. I'm ADHD kind of, and so <laughs> it makes me slow down and focus on that verse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I just... Um, you look I, at it once. I look at it once, and, <laughs> and you got there. <laughs> no, no. Done. I'm not that good. I promise. Um, no, I, I I have found that actually uh, writing it out mm-hmm. um, in your because there's a in our journals there's some extra space you know for yeah. notes and everything each week and so writing it out there mm-hmm. uh, and not just once but just maybe maybe daily. two or three times or well, yeah a week or or even daily it mm-hmm. just helps a ton and really breaking it up into sections yep. is what's really helpful 
um, you know, because there'll be natural yeah. breaks in the in mm-hmm. the scripture that you can kind of memorize that and then go to the to the next one. Yeah, of... yeah, that's good. I, I I'm I'm right there with you, mm-hmm. Jeremy. I'm not. I don't have that gifting of photographic memory. But <laughs> what either. I do is I, I uh, a guy one of the guys in my group he writes it out all five days at the top of his journal entry. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then he, and he says it over and over again every time he writes it. But for me, one thing I've done in the past is is like index cards, little three by five index yeah. cards. Uh, so y'all remember the back in the days of grade school or elementary school, you had multiplication flashcards. Mm-hmm. Same yep. method. It's I write it down and then I write the actual verse reference on the back side of the card. Yep. And so it may be you know Philippians one four. Yep. Or whatever the verse may be that day, mm-hmm. that I, I look, I write Philippians one four on one side, and then I write the actual verse on the other side, yeah. mm-hmm. and I look at that, and I usually try to keep five cards at five weeks, five cards mm-hmm. at a time that I can just keep going back to and going over yeah. and over again, and and I'll yeah, even carry good. that card with me. I'll put it in my car where I have it there on the console, and I may be sitting at a red light or in traffic, and I can pull it up, mm-hmm. look at it, or take a snapshot of it on my phone. Yeah. and put it as a screensaver on my phone where I, I see it oh, all great. throughout the day mm-hmm. every time I open my phone. Yeah, so inevitably, great. you're going to lead a group. You're mm-hmm. going to have people that are like you, Jeremy, that are photographic. They're good. They got it down. But you're always going to have someone that's not there yet. Yeah. What What are some things that our leaders should expect when it comes to Scripture memory and leading their guys or their gals um, in this discipline? What are some things that they should be expecting? Well, I would say... There's three types of people in general. Okay. Obviously, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. But I would say the first one is the person who just doesn't do it, mm-hmm. doesn't want to, doesn't see the need. Okay. Right? Um, and I like what I think uh, our pastor did with one of his groups is one of the ways you can show the need is he does a devotional over the memory verse mm-hmm. to where, no, guys, there's truth in this. There's mm-hmm. life-changing truth and grace found in this scripture. Yeah. And why wouldn't you want that in your heart? That's mm-hmm. good. That's real good. So giving them a reason why for yeah. the person who just doesn't want to do it or yeah. doesn't do it, right? Yeah. Show them the need. Mm-hmm. The second person I think is someone who only wants to paraphrase the verse. Mm-hmm. And that's either because they came in last minute and they crammed it real quick and they got, I kind of got the idea, or they really do struggle with the, the mechanics of it. Mm-hmm. And I would just take phrases of the verse, walk through it and ask challenging questions along mm-hmm. the way. Because maybe they can memorize the question that you're asking mm-hmm. rather than the phrase itself. And that mm-hmm. question kind of... So if, if one of it's like, Jesus called the crowd and his disciples to himself, well, why? That why will lead you to the next section. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I would say, um, the ones who just look it up on the way to the restore group, and you know, like a Jeremy, you know that they can do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. What I would do is for those guys, I would be quick to affirm them and say, that's great. But then after you affirm them, I also challenge them. So what stuck out to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did God teach you through this? So that regardless of what side of the spectrum you're on, mm-hmm. you're getting a challenge. Also affirming the fact that, hey guys, I love that you're here. Mm-hmm. So encourage and challenge, yeah. I think would be a good thing. Yeah. 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 Also with that, I mean, I think just just like with our here journals, if you have someone that's struggling with this in your group, man, take, take the time to really help them memorize this, yeah. you know, don't leave group without everyone memorizing the verse, you know, yeah. and uh, maybe even talking about it a little bit. Yeah. And so yeah. like, this is a training ground, yeah. right? Yeah. And so we don't want them to leave 
without it. Yeah. Uh, and so really use that time to yeah. to really dive into that. And the same expectations are going to be on your here journals. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the guy that doesn't do it. You're going to mm-hmm. have the di- guy who does it really short, sweet. Um, and then you're going to have the guy that writes a doctrinal thesis, mm-hmm. right? You're yeah. going to have all three of those. Mm-hmm. The The point is the point is not the how long their journal is or how much scripture they memory they memorize. It's what has gotten into them. And how is God changing them? Mm-hmm. So know where to challenge your people, yeah, and then also know where to encourage them. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think as we wrap this up, talking about um, these rhythms for a restore group, these spiritual disciplines, um, that that's exactly what they are as disciplines. And I think that we as the, even as the leaders, we have to be we have to be disciplined, and we have to lead the way in, in all of these things. But yeah. we also have to be uh, disciplined enough to know. When to when to push pause, when to take a break, when to slow down, when to press into something. That's good. When to when when a when a group member uh, has showed up the third week in a row and they they haven't memorized scripture or they haven't done a journal entry, that you're you you as the leader, um, are in that moment willing to go. Hey, here's what we're gonna do. Yeah. You call an audible. Yeah, that's And you good. go right now. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna pause. We're gonna we're gonna split up into pairs, and we're gonna take some time and work through this text together. Yeah. And then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about it, and then we're gonna let the word of God get into us, and we're gonna memorize it, or we're gonna practice a journal entry. We're gonna practice highlighting these verses, whatever it is. Like there's there, it doesn't have to be so rigid every single week. Yeah. You as the leader, you know your guys, you know your girls that you're leading, and so in those moments. Call an audible. Be di- be willing to go. Let's break from the norm and let's press into this, because this is a training ground. This mm-hmm. is a place where we want to train and equip disciple makers, and so we want to make sure we're doing it the right way. Yeah. Just like in sports, every good coach knows his players, and he knows, mm-hmm. hey, let's really press into this right here. Mm-hmm. Let's dial it in. Let's fix it so that when we go out there on game day, it just becomes second nature. It yeah. becomes natural to you, mm-hmm. and you're not having to we're not having to fix it then. Let's let's fix it now so that yeah. when it comes time for the game that we're ready to go. Yep. And good. so so yeah. that's that's what we want to do as Restore Group leaders. Uh, man, this has been so good. Thank you guys for being on the show today. Absolutely. Jeremy, Craig, yeah. appreciate you guys. You guys are leading the way with the next generation and making disciples. And so I'm grateful to have you on the team here at New Beginnings. Leaders that are listening to this, I hope this has been beneficial to you as you prepare for your Restore Group meeting for week two. Leaders know that we are cheering you on, that we are praying for you, and that we are uh, we are your greatest fans, and we are here uh, for you. If you need anything, we want to make ourselves available to you, uh, but we want to, to equip you and empower you to raise up relentless spirit-led disciple makers who walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. We'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,